So the next time you feel overwhelmed with tasks, take a few minutes to focus on your breath, center yourself, and embrace the power of presence, of being present right here and right now. Creative solutions are the best contributions we make. Welcome to the Creative Solutions Podcast. This episode is brought to you by my upcoming class, Meditation for Busy People, where you're going to be able to discover clarity and joy in just five minutes a day. It's also brought to you by the Brain FM app and this podcast host, Podbean. Also, follow the podcast on Instagram or TikTok and check out our shop for merch, music, and musings. The links are all in the show notes. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Creative Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Isolde Trachtenberg, and I am your guide on this journey today of unleashing your inner genius through gaining clarity and knowing yourself on the deepest levels. Today, I want to dive into the powerful intersection of mindfulness and creativity. If you know me, you know I talk about this a lot, but I really want to explore how a meditation practice can supercharge your creative ideas and level up your innovation and problem solving, even if you're super busy. Before we begin, though, let me take a minute to tell you about today's sponsor. It's the upcoming class, Meditation for Busy People. In just five minutes a day, this class is going to help you begin a meditation practice and embrace clarity and joy. So if you're ready to tap into your creative potential, make sure to check out Meditation for Busy People. The link to that is in the show notes. Alrighty, now let's get started. Picture this. You're a busy professional, constantly juggling deadlines, meetings, and responsibilities. Finding time to nurture your creativity seems like an impossible task. But don't fear. Mindfulness can be your secret weapon in unleashing your creativity. Here are five examples of how you can use mindfulness to supercharge your creativity. Number one, the power of presence. When you practice mindfulness, you train your mind to be fully present in the moment. By quieting the mental noise and distractions, you train your mind and you create space for those creative insights to come up, to bubble up. So the next time you feel overwhelmed with tasks, take a few minutes to focus on your breath, center yourself, and embrace the power of presence, of being present right here and right now. So imagine you're working on a challenging project and your mind is scattered with thoughts of deadlines or past mistakes. By practicing mindfulness, you can ground yourself in that present moment. You become aware of the task at hand. You can immerse yourself in it fully. And this focused attention allows your creativity to flourish as you bring your complete awareness, and you know I love talking about awareness, and fresh perspective, and you know I love talking about looking at things from different perspectives, to the project. So embrace the power of presence and watch your creative ideas blossom. Number two, another way to cultivate that mindfulness and creativity is to embrace curiosity. Mindfulness opens the doors of curiosity. It kind of flings them wide open, you know? When you approach your work and challenges with a curious mindset, you invite fresh perspectives and innovation. So let's say 
you're facing a creative block and you're struggling to find a solution. By practicing mindfulness, you can cultivate a curious mindset. And instead of viewing the block as a a roadblock or a barrier, you start seeing it as a chance to explore, an opportunity to take chances. You can start asking questions, you can examine different angles, and you can experiment with new approaches. And I think that this curiosity-driven mindset allows you to break free from some of your sort of set and conventional thinking patterns and tap into your creative problem-solving skills and abilities. So challenge yourself to look at a problem from different angles. Challenge yourself to explore new possibilities and be open to some of those innovative and unconventional solutions. Three, cultivating non-judgment. In the creative process, self-criticism can be a huge roadblock. Mindfulness teaches us to observe our thoughts without judging them. So by cultivating that that aspect of non-judgment, we create a safe space for our creative ideas to flourish and blossom. And that creativity allows us, those creative ideas, I think, allow us to look at everything we're trying to achieve with that, that beginner's mind, with that, oh, new possibilities. And that is so important. So imagine you're working on a new artistic project and imposter syndrome or self-doubt starts to, to creep in on those little tiny legs it has. Instead of dismissing your ideas or labeling them as good or bad, if you practice mindfulness and embrace non-judgment, you can allow your ideas to flow without that, that criticism, that internal critic that makes you go completely bananas, right? This non-judgmental mindset encourages exploration and experimentation, and it allows you to take creative risks without fear of failure. By letting go of self-criticism and embracing non-judgment without judging yourself, you're going to create an abundance and fertile ground for your creativity to, to bloom and to thrive. Number four, finding inspiration in silence. In the midst of all the busyness, silence can be, <laughs> I know they say silence is golden, but really it, it becomes a rare gem, right? And mindfulness encourages us to embrace moments of stillness and silence. And these moments can become that, that fertile ground for creative breakthroughs, for inspiration, for innovation, and for those aha moments, right? When That, that notion of, of saying, oh, Eureka, I figured out a completely different way of doing it. That is a moment to be savored, right? So imagine that you're in a in a huge office environment, whether or not you work in an office, just imagine, right? You, there's a ton of noise, there's a ton of distractions, and in the middle of all this chaos, taking a mindful pause can be life-altering. It can transform things. So if you step away from the noise and find a quiet corner, a, a, a park, like go for a walk during your break or, or lunch or something like that, like part of my thing is every day I go for a walk, I take the compost to the compost bin, and then I go for a walk and go to my little playground near my house and I sit and I meditate, I do Tai Chi and I journal. Even when it's really cold, <laughs> it's part of my morning routine and it's what I do. And I, I close my eyes, I go into that meditative space, I 
look at breathing as an active activity, if you will, because I really just focus in on the inhalation and the exhalation. And why it's important is when you're in that space, if you can eke out even a couple of minutes to close your eyes, take some deep breaths and allow yourself to be still, in that silence, your mind starts to settle and new ideas, new possibilities sort of bubble up from the depths of your subconscious. And you know I talk about the subconscious a lot. I think we need to make big, huge friends with our subconscious because it gives us so much information. Because remember, your subconscious holds on to everything you've ever seen, heard, touched, tasted, felt. It holds on to it all. Consciously, you cannot hold on to that much information, so it kind of fades away from your conscious mind, but your subconscious still has it. So when you need inspiration, getting into that still place allows your subconscious to sort of lob those things out for you so that you remember them or that you think of them because of lots of different things coalescing from your history, from the things you've thought, from the things you've felt, from the things you've seen and heard and tasted and touched and everything. So that stillness allows, it's it's like imagine if you will, water, a bubble of, of air coming up through the water that Everything is still, but then one little bubble goes, bup, 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 and that is that chance that happens when you take even a short meditation break, right? So a walk in nature, making space for silence is going to let that creative wellspring refill. And then five, balance, effort, and relaxation. Mindfulness teaches us the importance of balance in our lives. When it comes to creativity, finding the right balance between effort and relaxation is super important. So give yourself dedicated creative time, but also make room for just play, to relax and play. For example, last night, yes, I had a ton of work to do. I'm editing video and doing all sorts of stuff. And instead of working into the evening, my husband and I went on a bike ride, and went to the Jungle Cafe, which I love. It's a little vegan place in Greenpoint and in, in Brooklyn, New York. And we rode our bikes over there. And then we went to Transmitter Park, which is right on the East River. And we watched the sunset over the Manhattan skyline and just gave ourselves the opportunity to just chill and be and we got to we got to see the lights come on in Manhattan. We got to see the sunset beautifully behind all of the buildings of the skyline. We got to see people laughing and enjoying themselves and just be. And it's often those moments of ease, of relaxation, that allow our most brilliant ideas to come up and bubble up. And for me, that actually happened. So I'm super excited about some new projects that I thought of when I was just chilling out. So you have to see, many of us fall into the trap of pushing ourselves too hard. And I, I do. <laughs> I, I definitely do. In the pursuit of creativity, in the pursuit of success, in the pursuit of paying the bills, whatever it is, I think a lot of us believe that putting in that, you know, total maximum effort all the time is what's going to yield the best results. But I think mindfulness teaches us the value of balance in all things, right? So by incorporating periods of play, 
and relaxation and fun into your process. You're going to give your mind the freedom to wander and make those unexpected connections. And then your subconscious, as I said, will lob those little connections right to you. So I encourage you to take breaks, engage in things that bring you joy and allow your mind to wander freely. One of my favorite things to do is just I doodle. I I take out my sketchbook and I doodle. And if I have my phone ready and handy, I take out the sketchbook app and I doodle. And it's actually really fun. One of the volunteer work things that I do is I create the social posts to uh, for this group called Whiskers A Go Go. It's a cat rescue here in Brooklyn, New York. And I'm one of the people who creates the social posts. But what I do is I go and I take pictures of cats and kittens in a shop, which the backgrounds of which are never going to be very pretty. So what I've started doing is I create uh, digital backgrounds uh, through my sketchbook app. Really fun. And I might put one of those in. <laughs> Why not? I'll put it in the I'll put it in the show notes, a few of those pictures of kittens that I just took recently. And they were adorable. And yes, I found out that they all got adopted. And that makes me ridiculously happy. But anyway, so one of the ways that I let out my creativity is I do this creative art background thing for the kittens and I make them really stand out and beautiful and in fact the woman who runs the uh, the rescue group just texted me the other day to say all four kittens were adopted and your backgrounds your images are stunning and it's just so exciting for me because it gives me the opportunity to be creative in a way that's helpful to other people that I probably wouldn't be able to do any other way so that's very exciting to me, to see what are the possibilities there. How can I use my creativity for play, but also for something really lovely, right? And so that's the point of, it, it, it's where my creativity and my play come together. So I invite you to do the same kind of things. Make those unexpected connections because like for the for the Whiskers of Go-Go Cat Rescue Group, I needed to make something happen because the backgrounds are there in they're in cages right it's not fun it's not pretty it's dark it's drab so I went you know what I'm going to make these colorful and I can because I do this I did that year long if you're a longtime listener of the show you know that I did this year-long project where I created a, a digital art piece every single day for a year and so it's easy now to access that creative part of my brain that goes okay let's come up with something really fun and cute for this adorable kitten. Now the kittens sell themselves, of course, right? You know, they're so gorgeous and adorable. But I have to say that that having those fun backgrounds gives it a little something extra, gives it a little kick. But I wouldn't have thought to do that if I hadn't taken a break and sort of gone, you know what, I'm just going to go do this volunteer work, take pictures of kittens, which is it's heaven on earth to me to get to play with cats. But those seemingly unproductive moments can lead to those insights and to those breakthrough ideas. And if you find that you can balance the effort between uh, the if you balance yourself between effort and play, it's going to really unleash so much for you. And I hope that you are able to do it. OK, so now that I've explored with you the five examples or five of the examples, I'm sure there are others, these are the ones I thought of, of how mindfulness can supercharge your creativity. I really hope that you're feeling inspired to bring mindfulness into your work and life. So here are five pretty simple techniques that you can start incorporating into your work and life to bring this all together for yourself. One, 
breath awareness. You know that that's such an important part of it, right? With breath, like like I said on Friday's episode, you can last three minutes without air. So, being aware of your breath, taking full deep breaths, is important to your very existence, to everybody's very existence who breathes. So, to incorporate breath awareness into your daily routine, find a quiet and comfortable space where you're not going to be disturbed just for a few minutes. Close your eyes and take a few deep breaths to settle into that present moment. And then shift your attention to your breath and observe what happens with each inhalation and exhalation. The cool air that might be entering your nostrils and the warm air that exhales. I've always found it interesting how different it is just in half a second, right? You inhale, cool, and you exhale warm, and it's your body that that warms the air you exhale. And one of my favorite things to think about is the sort of uh, beautiful moving experience of air versus uh, oxygen versus CO2, right? Living beings inhale oxygen and exhale carbon dioxide. Plants exhale air and inhale carbon dioxide, and they transform through photosynthesis and carbon dioxide fixation. They take carbon dioxide and they release breathable air. That's why we need this beautiful balance between moving living beings that inhale oxygen and plant beings that inhale CO2. Without a balance of both, we are in trouble. So when you breathe, give some thought to that. Give some thought to the balance, right? The balance between what you have and what you're giving. Anyway, while you're doing this, and now now I've given you something to think about, but if your mind wanders while you are doing this, I want you to gently guide your focus back to your breath. And practice this for a few minutes a day, right? And, And if you decide that you want to take a deeper step, the Meditation for Busy People gives you a beautiful meditation that lets you work on this very thing because this simple exercise can help you build a sense of calm and clarity and it can support your creativity. Number two, mindful observation. Choose a small object from your surroundings, a flower, a cup, a pen, uh, a flute, a CD, a cat. Hold it in your hand or take a moment to observe it. Pay attention to its colors, textures, and shapes and engage your senses fully. Notice any sense or sounds associated with it. Allow yourself to be fully present when you observe it. And don't judge it. Don't analyze it. Just observe. And this practice is going to train your attention to be more focused and aware. And it's going to help you see the world with more fresh eyes. And again, this is another one of the meditations that I go through in Meditation for Busy People. So if you want to try it, consider signing up for the class. Number three is a walking meditation. Incorporating walking meditation into your routine can be something you do on your regular walks, right? If you take a walk like I do every single day, whether it's on a lunch break or a stroll after dinner or something like that, as you walk, shift your focus to the sensations in your feet. Feel the ground beneath you with every step. Notice any pressure, notice any textures, notice the movement of your feet as they sort of work along the ground. Engage your senses and observe the sounds, the smells, anything you see. And if your mind starts to wander, again, gently bring your attention back to the sensations of walking. And this practice not only enhances your mindfulness, but also allows you to find inspiration and new perspectives just in the simple act of walking. Number four, creative journaling. 
set aside a few minutes each day to write freely in a journal dedicated to your creative thoughts and ideas. Find a quiet space where you can be alone and start by writing without any particular agenda or structure. Let your thoughts flow onto the pages without any judgment, as always, or without any censorship, right? Allow yourself to explore whatever ideas come. You can do this with morning pages. I've been doing morning pages in one form or another since 1997. And let me tell you, creative journaling and just letting yourself do it is one of the most amazing things you can do for yourself because it just lets you brain dump. It lets you get all of that stuff out, but it also lets you explore those different ideas and it lets you make connections that you might not have made otherwise. So your creativity grows just because you start, again, seeing some of the stuff your subconscious brings up for you and making some of those amazing connections. And I really think that this practice helps you access your inner creative voice. It promotes you to express yourself and it can lead you to new insights and creative and non-creative breakthroughs, just like, oh, new ideas. Boom. Right. If you make journaling a regular part of your daily routine, I think you're going to find it a really great tool for cultivating and nurturing your creativity and also your mindfulness. And speaking of mindfulness, here's the fifth way, mindful breaks. Throughout your day, schedule short mindful breaks to reconnect with the present moment. These breaks can be as short as a minute or two, and you can set reminders or use apps like Pomodoro and things like that. If you don't know what Pomodoro is, it's great. Uh, It's 25 minutes of work to five minutes of not work, 25 minutes of work to five minutes of not work, and it times it and reminds you, and I think it's great. I do it in a slightly different way, but it is a beautiful way to remind yourself to get up, to stretch, to move your body, to get the kinks out, to make sure that you come back to your work fully present because you've taken a minute to come away and then fully mindfully come back. And I I would love to remind you that all of this as much as possible you want to do without judgment, right? Take the opportunity to let go of any stress, to be in the present, to not heed distractions and allow it to sort of create a space for your innovation, for your imagination to soar and to rebuild that creative energy, right? it's It's a wonderful practice that can help you stay grounded and more in tune with your flow, with your body flow, with your life flow, with your workflow and with your creative flow throughout your day. So I want you to remember, these techniques are just the beginning of your mindfulness and creativity journey. And if you want to deepen your practice and unlock that creative potential, I really encourage you to explore Meditation for Busy People. It's sponsoring today's episode, but it's also a class I designed to help you begin a meditation practice to sort of embrace clarity, enjoy, but You don't have to do it in 20 minutes. You don't have to do it in an hour. You can do it in five minutes a day. You can start by dedicating yourself to a regular mindfulness practice that that will allow you to sort of discover a real profound transformation in your overall well-being in just that short time frame. Now, will it always stay that short? Probably not. I'm willing to bet that if you start this Meditation for Busy People class, you're going to start seeing benefits and you're going to start seeing incredible surges of energy and creativity. And you're going to go, ooh, I want more of that. And I and, and more classes will be coming, but this is the first one. And if you're busy and you want something that's short, that will make a difference without making you break the time bank, if you will, then this is what I recommend. And the link to pre-register 
is in the show notes. And it's I'm just thrilled about it because it's going to be super easy, super accessible and really kind of fun. And it's me talking to you and talking you through three different kinds of meditations. Why? Because I think not every meditation works for everybody. And I wanted to give you three to start with and you can choose which one works for you and then go from there. All righty. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of mindfulness and creativity and what we can do with it. I hope that you're inspired to embrace mindfulness, to unleash that creative genius that you know, I believe resides right in you. <laughs> I think we all need your unique creativity. We do. We just do. We need those creative solutions. People ask me why I changed the name of the podcast from the Innovative Mindset to the Creative Solutions Podcast is because I really believe that it's going to take creative solutions to solve some of these huge problems that we're facing. And if we allow that to flourish, I think anything is possible. But I think the first step is with awareness and mindfulness, no matter how busy you are. I hope that you enjoyed the episode and I hope that you We'll stay curious and mindful and keep creating. And as always, be bold, be creative, and most of all, be kind. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you being here. Please subscribe to the podcast if you're new, and it would mean the world to me if you told a friend about it. Today's episode was produced by Isolde Trachtenberg and is copyright 2023. As always, please remember this is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Past performance does not guarantee future results, although we can always hope. Until next time, keep living what you believe in. Thank you.